On today's episode of Music Therapy, we're having our second special group session episode. I'm talking with a full band, Chicago's own Girl K, and we're going to find out how they met, the reason Kathy cried over a guitar, and we'll also hear a live performance from Girl K. All that and so much more coming up on today's Music Therapy group session. Hey everybody, welcome to Music Therapy. I'm Jessica Risker, and I'm a musician based here in Chicago, Illinois. I'm also a licensed clinical professional counselor. Music Therapy is a show where I dive deep into the psyche of musicians, and today is our second group session episode. Group session is where I dive deep into the psyche of full bands. We talk about band dynamics, how they write, how they fight, how they work together, and much more. Group sessions are held monthly and taped live at Cafe Mustache, located in the Logan Square neighborhood of Chicago. And for today's group session, I'm thrilled to talk with Chicago's own Girl K. Started by Kathy Patino in March 2017, Girl K was originally a stage name created for open mic nights. Patino recorded her first album, Sunflower Court, and released it in October of 2017. The album was filled with happy, sad songs and dreamy melodies. In 2018, Patino moved to Chicago seeking bandmates and added Alex Pazinski, Kevin Shepard, and Tony Mess to the roster. In 2019, the band released the album For Now, and they have recently signed with Take This to Heart Records. We're going to hear a live performance from Girl K after our conversation. First, I'm going to start off the show with some music for myself. This is Chop Shop High School. Let's 
Okay, that was my song, Chop Shop High School. And now let's turn to our conversation with Girl K. There's a slight decrease in audio quality for the first three minutes or so of our conversation, but it quickly resolves. And a huge thank you to our engineer, Joshua Wentz, for making the podcast sound amazing. Welcome, you guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us here. How are you guys feeling? Good. Great. We got some food down the street. Uh What was that place called? Fruit Paradise, I believe. Fruit Paradise? Yeah. So we're satiated. I didn't get any action. fruit. <laughs> yeah, no fruit. No fruit. Yeah. Not the whole food pyramid. <laughs> so have you guys had any performances since, you know, the pandemic has, I don't know how you would say it, since things have started to open up a little bit more, have you guys had any performances? I think the only thing we've done is an audio tree. I think that's like the only performance we did during that COVID thing. Instagram live stuff, some Instagram live stuff, I don't know, with various people during the pandemic. Uh-huh. Meg memes fest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but this, this would be the first time we play in front of people again. That's great, what an honor. I'm, I'm so glad to have you guys. So how long have you guys been together as a foursome? So you started it in, in 2017, but when did you as a group come together? I think we came together 2019, 2018. 2018. 18. Um, yeah, I was just on the hunt for band members, and I posted on a Facebook group called DIY Chicago, like, hey, I'm looking for band members. And uh, Alex and Kevin were actually in a band before uh, joining Girl K called Books with our old drummer, AJ. and. I like apparently I posted my search at like early in the morning when like nobody else was awake. It was like 6 a.m. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and the people with I guess 6 a.m. jobs like saw it, so they re- they reached out to me and were like, okay, let's like let's try this. So I held held an audition, and they were great. <laughs> and then AJ went to go study music in New York, so Tony joined in 2019. Right. Yeah. So did you have to weed through other applicants to the band? They they got to me first. It was <laughs> it was crazy. It was, but it was it was like fate. <laughs> and we already knew each other because we had played some shows as books with Girl K, and so we we knew each other. We were on good terms, and like we both liked each other's music, so it worked out in that sense. Like, okay. We were ready for it. So go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say I agree. <laughs> So what was it like, uh, this question is for you, Kathy, what was it like for you to play solo? Were you playing solo up to that point? Um, no, I, I mean, well, yes and Was no. it so strange? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. We had a microphone, a buzzy microphone situation, but it is is fixed. Thanks for your patience. Okay, so we were talking about transitioning from not playing with this group to playing with this group. What what were you doing before you guys all got together? Yeah, so I, uh, like you you mentioned, uh, I was playing open mic nights, and Uh that's how, like, Girl K was born, and in that open mic night, like, community, I guess, uh, there were a couple people who, like, 
also liked the music and we're like, hey, like we'll play for you like when, when you're playing, you know, at this open mic and eventually like we tried to move up to the city but like members started, you know, going separate ways. Like we, we had to change guitarists a couple times. It just like wasn't the right fit. Uh-huh. And then I just sort of like was like, okay, I need to I need new members. Like I just need to start fresh and like before that, I mean, I feel like the, the, the people who you play with, like, really can, like, influence the sound. Because before that, before meeting these guys and having them play in the group, like, Girl K was going towards, like, I don't know, like, a heavier rock sound, I guess. And uh-huh. that's very not me. <laughs> but, um, but with these guys, they were like, oh, no, Kathy, you're, like, a little pop girl. <laughs> Let's make this more upbeat and fun and not heavy at all. <laughs> So, okay, um, I mean, how do you guys work out, you know, this is definitely something I'm I'm curious about with the band, how do you, you have formed the original idea for Girl K, and they joined you, but how do you guys work out and decide together, like, what direction the sound is going, or songwriting, you know, how do you work that out amongst each other? Well, would anyone else like to I'll chime in, sure. <laughs> so... From my perspective, Kathy writes the music and uh-huh. sends it to us, and then we have to learn the music, um, which sounds like dumbed down, but it's she she writes everything and she's every, like everything's already there. So so she, she'll write. Will it be like the skeleton of a song, or will there be ideas for it'll be instrumentation? Like a full song. Full song. Like okay. Full like arrangements uh-huh. of everything, and it'll just come together. We'll like learn the parts, kind of like add some spice. And then, uh, <laughs> okay. and then we got the song. I mean, she, it's basically already done by the time that we get it. Okay. So how do you, are you playing all those instruments or how do you let them know what you want played? Um, yeah, I do, I do most things uh, on Logic mm-hmm. through like a MIDI keyboard. Uh, I actually didn't have a computer for like the first two years that like Girl K was kind of starting and... I would send them like just voice memos of me playing with like a loop pedal and like an amp and they were just like very incoherent like you could barely hear the song but they still managed to get it out of it and like I remember uh, our old drummer AJ when I sent sent them the first demo like that I did with the computer they were like thank goodness she got a computer like (laughs) um so yeah, I just do everything through MIDI and like and like Tony said, like they spice things up because uh-huh. like musically I have limitations in how well I can play my instrument and stuff uh-huh. and like I don't know how to play drums so the, the drum parts were always like you know the most basic drum beat. Wait, I need. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every early Girls K demo is. It's, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So they, yeah, and like, and like Kevin's guitar parts, like, I feel like you got to take credit for those because as much as there are ideas in the like uh, demos, like, he really, he really takes it to another level. (laughs) So, okay, so there's some fleshing out of the ideas. Is that, is that a hard thing to let control go or is it, are you getting more comfortable? How does that, how does that feel? You know, you've got, you, you sounds like you're bringing some pretty formed ideas. How does it feel to let them, not to let them, but kind of embellish on those? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it can be hard to, like, uh, let go of, like, the creative control. 
I guess, because also like the songs are like personal or just like I spent a lot of time with them. So it's kind of like, it's like if you wrote like a like an essay and you spent your whole life writing that essay and then like someone read it and was like, oh, I think you should like, I don't know, throw away half of that essay or something, you know, and it's kind of like, uh. but, <laughs> but I think over, over time I've learned to be like more uh, welcoming to those ideas. Like even so now, like I, I want those ideas because, you know, I feel like as much as my brain can go places and think of ideas for songs. Like a lot of a lot of good music out there had like teams of people behind the music, mm-hmm. and you know, there's a reason why like certain hits like blow up because they had like someone who specializes in production or someone who specializes in like yeah like woodwind instruments or something. I don't know, but so I I definitely have had to learn to like loosen up in terms of like accepting like band criticism and just like oh maybe we should like change the structure of the song so they've definitely helped with that too i don't know do you guys have any thoughts yeah i would love to hear the (laughs) band thoughts on this i feel like uh ultimately kathy always has the right to veto any ideas that we have so i think we're all understanding of that like if she doesn't like it that's cool Mm -hmm. we might fight for it a little bit but like at the end of the day if something just doesn't work and doesn't sort of fit the vision, then she at least has, I feel like we give you the ability to not go forward with, with those ideas. But um, yeah, we don't make super drastic changes, I feel like, once once we come together as a band, especially um, now that you're doing a lot of stuff that's more fleshed out in Logic, because there's like synthesizers and things like that, that we don't necessarily, when we're jamming as a group, mm-hmm. we normally are just playing our string instruments, we have two guitars, a bass, and the drums, and we're not really jamming on the synthesizers uh-huh. as a group very much. So that's something that Kathy usually figures out in Logic, and then we recreate it on whatever synths we have and bring it to the live show. Okay, so there's a there's a clear leadership role here, which makes sense because you started the band. Um, what are what are you guys' roles in the band? What do you what do you each play? Guitar and vocals, and a little bit of synth. <laughs> I play bass mainly, uh, some si- sometimes synthesizer, and I sing a little bit backup vocals as well. Okay. I play guitar and do backups less frequently than Alex does. I play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, have you guys been practicing? No. I have been. <laughs> in oh, the I shed. <laughs> in the shed? But by myself. You practiced for tonight. Yes. Yeah. How did you guys, did you work to stay in touch or communicate over the past year? Mm, I think I think we stayed fairly in touch. I mean, as I, personally for me, I stayed more in touch with them than like other people. That was like something that was definitely hard to do during the pandemic because it's like oh it's like I don't really like texting and facetiming is fine but like I really like being in person mm-hmm. and like you know just having like face-to-face conversations so that was kind of like weird and I feel like after the first time we got together during the pandemic like we started seeing each other more because we were like oh like you know how can we not see each other we just like saw each other for like 
two years. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think we did a pretty good job staying in touch. I don't know. What do y'all think? Well, Kathy and I live together, so we see each other every day. Well, it helps. <laughs> yeah. Pretty there nice. were many memes sent in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys live together. Is that? Do you guys write together? How does that work out musically? Um. <laughs> so. No, I mean we don't write together. I've 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 gotten I've tried a couple of times to get him to like write music with me or like let's write a song together. Like, you know, we can we could be the next Sylvanessa or something. And like. <laughs> But like as soon as we start, it's just kind of like, well, what do we do? Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to Girl K, Kathy pretty much like locks herself in the bedroom and not locks herself, <laughs> but you know, goes to the bedroom, sits alone, and does her thing. Um, headphones on, you know, MIDI keyboard. So it's totally her by herself. But then yeah, like like Kathy said, we've worked together to write songs before, but not really for Girl K. It's always been like a you know, let's just see if we can come up with anything fun and who knows where it'll go. Maybe it'll become a Girl K song, whatever. But those are always pretty short-lived. I think we get frustrated with each other a little bit. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like I get more... Um, I really like recording music, so I get more on, like, the technical side of things. Uh -huh. Like, oh, what microphone should we use? And, like, what what should the instrumentation be or whatever? And I, And we don't just, like, sit on the floor with an acoustic guitar and, like, sing together, which probably would be way more productive. So maybe we should do that in the yeah. future. <laughs> so when you have, you've tried, I'm, I'm curious to like imagine the scene when you guys are trying to write together. What is the frustration? Like where does it, where, where does it begin and where does it stop? It's kind of like, here, I'll set the scene. Like we, I'm like, okay, let's go downstairs. It's like nine o'clock. So on like a weekday maybe. <laughs> so it's kind of like, late like we can, there's only so much time we can do this and then we open up like logic or like or uh what's it called bandcamp no it's not bandcamp reaper bandcamp <laughs> um and we pull out the synthesizer usually and like we just try to start like finding things that we like and he spends like 20 minutes just messing around with the synthesizer and i'm just like kind of sitting there like Let's, <laughs> when are we going to write something? And then we finally get somewhere and like, uh, I just remember one time we like, we actually started like a song and then it was like, oh, we need to come up with lyrics. And Alex was like, okay, I'll come up with lyrics. And I was like, okay. And like for me, <laughs> I'm like, I write lyrics like in the moment, like even if they're just like throwaway lyrics, it's like something to like figure out a melody or something. And, and I was just kind of like waiting for him to write the lyrics, and he was like, oh, I'm not going to do it right now. And I was like, we're never going to write this song. <laughs> so it's just like that. Yeah, I think, I don't know if this was the same day as what you were mentioning or a different day, but I remember spending, like, probably 20 minutes to half an hour setting up this vocoder with the synthesizer because you wanted to do something that you heard in, like, a, I forget what, what the artist was. Daft Punk. <laughs> I mean, basically Daft yeah. Punk, yeah, but we had this really specific sound that we wanted to do. I was like, ah, I think I know how to do it, figured it out, set it up, and it was awesome, and then I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I was, I was, like, tired out, you know? Yeah. So I think um, that's kind of what ends up bogging down a lot of stuff is, like, we kind of work through the technical issues, 
And I don't like, like Kathy mentioned with the lyric stuff, I feel like I'm not super comfortable being creative on the spot. Uh-huh. Um, so that's kind of where trouble comes from if I'm trying to like write lyrics off the top of my head. Like I don't want people to hear what I'm thinking in terms of like when it comes to lyrics, like yeah. it's embarrassing for me. So I would have to like sit by myself, write for a couple hours and then like edit it and then like show it to her and then like, is that okay? <laughs> like that's probably the only way that I would feel super comfortable with everything. I mean, this feels doable. It feels like if you guys, uh, you know, if you don't want to do it, you shouldn't do it. But uh-huh. it feels like if you took your time and came back the next night and said, I have this. Is there a, is there a, a struggle of, like, creative preference? Or do you guys agree on this is a cool idea? Let's let's roll with this. Or is that... Yeah, I think, I think we're fairly agreeable in that realm. Like, I think the only thing we might not always agree on is, like, music taste necessarily like we both have a respect for music to where like even if we don't necessarily like something like we can at least be like yeah it's got like cool stuff in it like he he definitely likes like post-punk like new wave kind of stuff more than I do and I like Taylor Swift and he's like I could do without it 1989's the only good album in his opinion (laughs) um so you know yeah I feel like as much as we have differing tastes, we can agree on, a, on an aesthetic for a song. Yeah. And we'll be in total alignment when it comes to that. And we, I think we both agree on, like, what is, you know, in our eyes, like, good and what is bad. And uh-huh. So that part's not super hard. But I agree with you that it's very doable. We just haven't, <laughs> we haven't taken the time to just do gotta it. do it. Um, maybe we, we're, we're going to, so we live with one other person right now. I feel like maybe... We'll do it more when it's just the two of us, and we we won't have we won't like be bothering somebody else with our noise and besides our dog. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, maybe in the future. That's kind of a cop out, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, you you guys are in a band, Alex and Kevin, right? You were in a band. Is that still going on, or go ahead? No, R.I.P. Books, the cool. best band in Chicago that you'll never hear ever again. What kind of music is books? The indie pop rock, I guess, kind of kind of the same vein. Uh-huh. It was it was all my uh my r- former roommates are old drummer. It was all his music that he just like wrote from probably the years 2015 to 2017 and uh I don't know, it was a lot of fun like I've known him for a really, really, really long time, mm-hmm. like since like first grade. So oh, wow. we go back, but um, like I don't know. Once like he started being more confident and like I want to do this, I was like, I was there. I was like, count me in, and if I'm out, I'm gonna be really lonely. So like, I don't know. It just was fun. And then Alex lived nearby, and. I don't even know how it happened. You just came through one day. I remember I remember when AJ was like, I was over at Kevin and AJ's place. They used to live together. And I don't know what we were, what we were there for. We were just hanging out. And I remember AJ being like, yeah, so I kind of want to start a band. And I know that you play guitar. So I'd love to, for you to like play guitar in this band. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'm like not super good, but I could probably like figure it out. If you tell me what to play, I can probably play it. Uh-huh. 
And then, so we were like, he's like, okay, we got me, I play guitar, that's AJ. We've got Kevin, Kevin plays guitar, and then we've got Alex, Alex plays guitar too. Three guitars, three we're guitars. Band. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh, we don't really need three guitars, can you play bass? And I was like, I can play bass. So I bought a bass, like, the next day, and uh, then we, I don't know, I don't remember how we found our drummer. And he's been using it ever since. Yeah, still use the same bass, I've only ever owned one left-handed bass. And uh, it's a very good purchase. But uh, yeah, I don't remember how we met how we met our drummer, but maybe through DIY Chicago. As I well. think it was just through Facebook or something. Yeah. yeah. And then um, actually, no, that's right. I, I remember we auditioned our first drummer, and he was not good, but he was a really nice guy, and he he actually <laughs> went to school for um, piano. So we were like. We kept we kept him in in the back of our minds. Found another drummer, then hired the guy who who auditioned for drummer to play synth. So that was how we kind of all came together originally. How, how did he feel about no drums but synth is good? Was he insulted? No, I don't think he was insulted. I think he. I don't think we told him that. <laughs> like, I think we probably said we found another drummer, but we we did a synth player. Like we yeah. knew he played keys. Um, AJ but, uh, was good at putting a spin on things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a wordsmith for sure. So I'm sure he said it very politely. I feel like we need another chair for AJ. <laughs> I, I wish he, I wish he could be here. <laughs> he's in New York again. But yeah, AJ was AJ was definitely like their homie from you know the adolescent years and like. But when he was in the band, like we, you know, it was it was fun. But all all good things must come to an end. Am I right? <laughs> but we're also just super. Well, let's talk about Tony real quick because Tony. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but uh, he was better at drums. So, Age <laughs> is a great songwriter. I will give him that forever. He's probably one of my favorite songwriters. Um, but. Yeah, Tony Tony kills it on the drums. He like we were like auditioning drummers for a while um after AJ left and Tony was like the third person I think that we were like trying out. And the first two they were okay, but like they they weren't any better mm-hmm. than AJ or anything like no, that. No, one, like, one of them was bad. One of them was actually bad. Yeah. One yeah. of them I'm like Kathy <laughs> Kathy, I know you feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, but we please. had we had we just had like shows and we needed a drummer. So like a lot of those situations were like, oh hey, can you play this show with us? Like we'll practice like maybe two times and then yeah. you know you play this show with us. And it was, it's probably not like the fairest chance, but like Tony came in and auditioned, I guess, and just like knew all the songs like off the bat. I just remember like wanting to say yes, you're in the band. Like as soon as he finished playing. But but these two were well actually it was just Alex because he's a, he's a bit of a, a business guy and he was just like no you never give your answer like after the interview you know like <laughs> they made you wait five minutes yeah it literally was like probably five minutes I was like we need to deliberate on it like I mean I knew that I liked him As and it, I knew that Kathy liked him but I don't know it just felt weird to me like if I if if one of us didn't. Yeah. Like like him, then it would be super awkward to bring it up at that point, you know. So 
I don't know. Okay, um, now I understand where you're coming from. That actually makes a lot of sense. But like, oh, we cleared something up. Yeah, yeah. No, like that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I mean, I remember. Yeah, that session. It was like a really big pain because we just like felt like we were kind of coming from like a like good heights as a band. Like we did our first little tour and we were like starting to like play a lot of bills with like names that were really really cool mm -hmm. and people who we were really into and so then to like have to begin to search for a drummer and it start initially really slowly and like it was kind of disappointing for a little bit yeah and and then finally like as soon as tony played like his first few i don't want to are they notes yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> as soon as Tony started playing his first few like notes or hits or whatever you want to call it, like it was just like, oh, this dude gets it. Like, like yeah. He he feels it. He's just like extremely talented and like he he definitely understands energy. And it felt like an actual improvement and not even like staying at the same level, but actually like stepping to another stair. I don't know. Uh huh. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I was definitely a big fan before I got DM'd by them because um, they dropped an album on my birthday. For now, it was dropped on my birthday. And I was hanging out with some homies at the time. Uh, shout out to the Man Wolves. Uh, and they were like, yo, check this out. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so I, I became like a fan that night. Uh -huh. And then like a week later, I guess it was Kathy DM'd me and she was like, you should audition for this band. And I was like, okay, that's weird, but okay. Wait, so you knew him? Nah. Um, no. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> um, the band he mentioned, Manwolf, yeah. um, they saw that I was, because I was posting on Instagram about like looking for a drummer and one of the members reached out to me and was like, hey, you got to try out my boy, Tony. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so okay. then I, I, uh, I don't know. We were connected, and I was just like, hey, do you mind coming and, and playing drums for us to see if you want to play drums? Okay. Um, Is that what? Sorry, we're getting a <laughs> message. <laughs> what, what? Is this better? Okay. Oh, <laughs> talking more into the mic. Okay. Okay, I see. We're like, okay, well, um, this is, I, I like hearing your story of how you guys all came together. Tony, do you, did you feel, I mean, it sounds like you were a fan. That must have been exciting to. It was fun. I was, I was playing along, like, just for fun to the music already. So wow. when I got the DM, I was like, this is perfect because I already know the music. So I just hit really hard and just, like, <laughs> made sure that I left an impression. <laughs> so they were more preformed mm -hmm. these three so how did it feel to you to come in to this group it was scary at first i mean alex was like you gotta go bro we gotta we gotta talk about it so i was like okay for sure. <laughs> nice to meet you thank you so much for hanging out with the real and then i left and then i got a call i was like shaking i was like that was fun at least i got to play with them you know whatever moving on with my life and then uh they called me and they're like you got the gig and i was like okay okay that's cool <laughs> that's fun that's great. So have you felt, you know, it, it feels like you guys just talking to you, it feels like you click. It feels like you guys have fun together. Is that not just not just musically, but it feels like personality-wise, you guys. Click, yeah, definitely. I think so. I think we're all very just goofy people, so it's it's a lot of jokes. And I, I, we, when we were talking before, mm -hmm. I mentioned it's like siblings. Like, I literally feel like I have three brothers, like, <laughs> that, like... 
like I said before, sometimes I'm just like, uh, and other times I'm like, come here, like, <laughs> chump. <laughs> chump. So, okay, so I asked you guys about your roles in the band, you know, and generally would think of instruments when you ask that, but I'm getting a sense of other types of roles in the band, leader of the band, songwriter of the band, business manager of the band. Yeah. Yeah? That's so do you handle emails or set up shows or? Not at first. Um, at first, Kathy did pretty much everything for the band, and we were just like, felt like we were like contract workers or something. Like back when AJ was still playing with us, <laughs> like we were just like, we show up, we play the music, we get out of there. I like, honestly, at first, I wasn't even really like friends with Kathy. I was just like, Kathy's cool, but we like play music with her and that's, you know, that's what we do. Did you like that contract worker feeling? How did that feel? <sighs> no, I, I, I don't like it. As, I didn't like it as much as what, what we are now. Yeah. I think I liked it because I love playing music so much that even if it was just a contract worker relationship, that's totally fine. Uh -huh. I wouldn't mind that. Um, but it was so much better to be friends with the people that I was playing music with and whatnot. Um, have more input. Yeah, and, and just be able to have people to hang out with, you know, even if we're not doing music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of the, the business stuff, I did eventually take on some of those responsibilities, handling emails, setting up, like, show advances and stuff. Um, but not even necessarily because it was more my character, but because Kathy was getting overwhelmed with too much stuff to do. Uh -huh. um, and it, and as well as it kind of like naturally fit for me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, other than the business stuff, I also feel like I'm kind of like the hard ass sometimes. <laughs> uh, definitely, cool. I think I gave Tony a bad impression with the the tryout thing. But that's like me. I try to like I try to like be level headed, and I don't know. I think maybe I'm a little too serious sometimes. But that's kind of my place <laughs> in the band. Do you think he's too serious? No, not in a bad way. It's it's perfect. It's like. Cause I'm like Jello, like I when like when when we were selling merch at shows, like I used to I used to like make these like um, custom like posters. I used to like spray paint posters and then like draw little designs over them and like write Girl K and so, like I didn't even sell those at first. I just gave them out to people and then like a bunch of people were like, you have to sell those. Like you made those. Like you have to sell them. And I was like, okay. Three dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not allowed to be at the merch table because I will give everything <laughs> away for free. Like I like even even when we have to like ask other bands like oh can we use your drums like I'm like please don't make me send that email like <laughs> I just and and every email I send has to have an exclamation point or a smiley face or like, an emoji or an emoji and so like even Alex when when he has to like write out the emails. I'm like, can you add up exclamation point? Like, <laughs> so it's like, it's like I need, I need, I need that in my life because also just away from music, just trying to be more of like a a boss in real life is is something that I'm I'm trying to learn, you know. But because I'm pretty, I can be pretty spineless. <laughs> okay, so you you take it. So I'm curious about Kevin. What what do you feel like your role in the band is? Um. Uh, Kathy gave me the t-shirts and was like, bring these to the gig and, and sell them. There's actually one gig where I forgot them, and then I had to rent a zip car and go and get the t-shirts and came back. 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as of right now, and even in the past, like it still mostly made sense for Kathy and now like Kathy and Alex to handle a lot of like the logistical stuff because uh-huh. it all goes to like the girl K email or the social media, whatever. So like, I'm just kind of here for the ride, uh-huh. I guess, and I'll help out whenever I can, however I can. But yeah, remembering to bring shirts to gigs is what <laughs> is I do. your job, okay. Yeah. Tony, what about you? Driving me. I was gonna say, I pick up, I pick up Kevin <laughs> and show up and play the drums. I also get the feeling that you're kind of a, uh, you inject a lot of levity, you kind of goof, goof around. Yeah. We all do. <laughs> as a, as a, just knowing you for this for hour, that's what I'm years. feeling. Yeah. 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 We, we go way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, is there a band Grump? Alex. <laughs> someone no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he's not so much of a Grump rather than like, you know, people express their emotions differently, so he just gets, like, if, if he's, like, if I'm nervous, I'm just, like, I'm just, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so nervous, like, oh, my God, like, very, like, vocal, or, like, my body's, like, just really tense, like, uh, or I'm, like, shaking my knees or something, and, like, Alex is, like, okay, I'm stressed, I'm focused, like, <laughs> don't distract me because I'm, fo- like, nothing can go wrong or else everything is over, so, like, He's just very, like, like it's not even grumpy, but he's, like, just, like, I'm taking this seriously because I want to do, what like, as best as I can at whatever I'm doing. Yeah. So, like, he's not really a grump. I mean, I feel, well, we, we live together, so I feel like I... A little biased. Yeah, I'm a little biased. And, and we're, we're also dating. So... <gasps> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, so, like, I, 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 I see him, like, outside of, of music and gigs and stuff, like just you know living life and yeah he's not he's not a grump he's just as much as a goof as everyone else but he's definitely like when I'm doing something I want it to go well and I want to do well so like don't bother me (laughs) yeah I'm not here to defend myself (laughs) (laughs) this is I hope you don't feel like this is some kind of pile-on I I don't at all I don't at all no I I was gonna tell a story that was me being grumpy one time, actually. <laughs> We've been on tour one time. And when we went on tour, I was driving one day. We, were, we, were, we had our van. It was all, all of us were together in the van. We were in Minnesota. And we had some time before our show. We showed up pretty early, so we had a couple hours to kill. We we're going to try to go to a thrift store. So we found the thrift store, but it was on a super busy street, no parking. And I was not about to like parallel park this. I mean, I think I did end up, well, I didn't end up, somebody ended up parallel parking, but um, it was a super busy street, so I wasn't comfortable parking on that street. So we drove around, we drove around for a while, and people kept pointing out places to park. Oh, dude, you can park right there, park right there. And I was just so like frustrated by like people tell me to dr- how to drive and people tell me where to park and I think I had just probably been driving too long anyways and I got so mad I pulled over parked the car I was like you guys park the car I'm out of here opened the door <laughs> just walked off and just went for a walk I needed to cool down you're, but you're, by park the car <laughs> 
Uh, it was more like it's kind of somewhere in the middle of the street still, and we actually like had to on a less busy street. I got it, yeah, it, it wasn't like the worst thing. <laughs> Do you feel like you're the band dad? Uh, <laughs> if they want to say that, I don't know. I don't feel like that, um, but I feel like I don't have the right perspective. You guys can probably tell me if I am. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I take credit for, you know, annoying you that time because I think I really, really, really had to pee. So I was like, I was searching for a parking spot with all my heart as, you know. You know, I want to ask you guys, um, my next my next move was going to be to ask you about your sound. And I do want to ask you about your sound, but I cannot let go of just dropping that you guys are now dating because that's like in band dynamics, you know, that's really, it was that, I'm not trying to get too personal with you guys, but is that a recent thing? Is that since the band started or? Um, it'll be two years in July, on July 5th. Okay. So it's been, it's been okay. Uh, it's been all right. No, <laughs> no uh, yeah, it's kind of like, I, it's kind of funny whenever I tell people like, oh yeah, like, my boyfriend's in the band with that like we're in the band together and they're like isn't that like the one thing you're not supposed to do <laughs> like <laughs> you're not supposed to date bandmates and it's like well I mean at the it's funny because like at the beginning like Alex said like we weren't even friends like I'm the type of person where I want to be friends with everyone he's very much like I don't know you please give me space until I know you like um but also like I was I was like 19 when we all started playing together, and I will admit I was a really, like, annoying 19-year-old, I think, but uh, just very oblivious to a lot of stuff, but, um, but yeah, and, like, eventually we started hanging out more, like, outside of band stuff and just got to know each other more, and, like, he went to, actually went to Mexico with me for my sister's wedding, and we weren't dating then, but obviously my nosy Mexican family was, like, are you guys dating? It's okay. You can tell me if you're dating. Like, as if I wouldn't, like, tell them or something. But, and I think that was kind of, like, what kind of, like, you know, pushed us uh -huh. off the edge or something and, like, kind of got things rolling. But it's been, it's been nice. Like, it, it doesn't really get in the way of things. Have you ever played a show while you guys were mad at each other? Yeah. No. No, I I'm I don't know. I don't I don't think I, mean, I, I feel like your birthday show was kind of rough my, my beforehand. Yeah. Okay, you, yeah, you weren't mad. You were it was on you your birthday? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was um, well, okay. Well, birthdays are a weird thing because everyone yes. gets really emotional on their birthday anyways yes. because they're like I want my birthday to be cool. I want like uh, it's my birthday like the word birthday just gives you like a, a this feeling of like something different is supposed to happen this day or something special is supposed to happen this day. So we would get bummed when that isn't the case. And like, I I feel like as much as like we try not to be like that, like it's kind of like you can't help it a little bit because you're like it's my birthday. And like I was you know like where's my reward for making it this long? I guess <laughs> like so. Literally headline that the day, show. Uh, I don't know. It was just like a really weird day. Like I had a bit of the birthday blues, but I was also turning 21, and I was excited because we had a show at Sleeping Village uh -huh. and. I'm like, it's my birthday. Everyone is supposed to be nice to me today, right? Like, but like I mentioned before, Alex is very like, I'm focused. I'm doing what I got to do. Like, we have a show today. And like, we I, we were like, 
kind of still like, I mean, February is not that new to the dating game, but it was still like we were still within less of a year, mm-hmm. you know, so still, you know, getting used to being in a band and dating and like. I mean, it's a milestone. It's the first birthday. First birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was just kind of like, I don't even remember, remember, remember what happened, but I was just being really emotional and he was very much like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so then I was like, well, why don't you know what you're doing, I guess? And like, it just, it ended with me like crying in the green room and like Tony, <laughs> Tony was sitting there the whole time and I was like, why isn't he leaving? Like, I'm crying right now. <laughs> but, I don't have anywhere else to go. But I also am like very... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very self-aware, so like I can catch myself when I'm when I'm not necessarily being unreasonable, because like I don't want to invalidate my own feelings, but just sort of when I'm like, okay, let's like reassess the situation. Like it's okay to be upset, but like this isn't big enough to be upset like right now, or like or enough to to ruin the whole day or something, yeah. you know, or or make someone else feel bad. So. Yeah, it was it was over pretty quickly, I guess. But I don't know. Do you do you all have any words on that day? <laughs> I think what happened. I think what happened. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember exactly, but I think we, me and my roommate, went to get food or something, and we were kind of cutting it close in terms of like when we were supposed to be there for sound check. Um, but I'm like not an on-time guy in general. <laughs> I used to be. I'm not. That anymore. surprises me as as band business guy manager that you're band not. It's so weird. Yeah, and it's like the one part of me that I can't. I don't know. I just don't, like I'm over it now. Getting places on time is never worth it, so I don't really <laughs> do it anymore. So Anyways, we uh, we had to go get food or something, and Kathy was like, "We need to go there. Like, we need to go there now, or we're gonna be late." I was like. I'm going to eat. Like, I just got food. Like, it's chill. So I ate in the kitchen. Gabby was so upset, like, didn't want to be well ate. She went and walked to the venue by herself. It's, do- it's right down the street from us. I like a, Yeah, she had decorations. She Like, I told her not to. Like, we're not going to be late. We'll just get all the stuff. We'll bring it together. It's chill. Like, we're not even good. Like, we, we, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. We would not have been late. But <laughs> now, I'm, like now I'm defending unresolved. myself. I know. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, so that was, I think that was what triggered it. And then once we got there, I think, like Kathy said, when, when, when we're like, when it's go time, we're doing sound check or rehearsing a song before mm-hmm. we're about to play, I'm like serious mode. I don't want, I don't really want to like joke around that much. Like I don't drink at all before we play. Like I'm super locked in, super focused. And so I think I, I was probably like a little snippy to Kathy when she like asked me something. I don't remember what it was. And that like got her even worse, and then that was I think what set her over the edge. And then you remember? I do. Apparently I do. I didn't think I did, but I remember. Um, but yeah, we. I mean, we talked it out, and she yeah. let out the the tears. It's a stressful day. It's your. Oh, go ahead. Tom. No, I'm sorry. Also, I was gonna say the tears cleared up when you presented her new guitar too. That was a that was a big moment. True. I for yeah. So. Uh, me and a couple friends who pitched in uh, bought Kathy a new guitar for her birthday that year. You'll see it later tonight. Yeah, you will see it later tonight. <laughs> and um, 
that was, I think it was, I guess it was a surprise. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I did a, not. Yeah, we, <laughs> so we surprised her with the guitar before the show. So I think that probably double helped any hard feelings that she might have had. Well, that's um, a nice, well, okay, that's nice. Um, well, we have uh, time for a few questions. So here's one from a viewer. Um, I think I got this right. Has time off made you think about types of performances you miss and don't miss? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, uh, I, w I was used to playing every weekend, uh -huh. and now I don't. So I'm definitely ready for it. You want to go back to that? Oh, yes. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah. Full send. <laughs> I think, like, there are things that you enjoy about gigging and there are things that you don't um and like overall i love it like i it's one of my favorite things to do but like yeah it's annoying like pulling up at a random bar way early for a sound check and then you're just chilling there for like who even knows how long <laughs> and like you just don't know what to do and it's like I guess I could look at my phone. I don't know. And then it's just like, well, then I'm going to run out of battery. It's just... It's a lot of waiting. It's just, yeah, it's a lot of waiting. Yeah. And so, like, if you're feeling impatient or, like, nervous, like, it yeah. doesn't, like, help at all. So situations like that aren't good. And I guess a lot of, like, early house shows that we would perform at, um, like, or, like, early on in our career, I guess... Um, some of these things are just so, so, so unorganized. And so, like, yeah, you're, you're tired. Like, it's like you, you were working earlier, and then you get there, and then it's like it's almost midnight, and the band before you hasn't even started. And <laughs> right. it's like, right. all right, let's not do this after COVID, please. It's terrible. No My more back shows. hurts. <laughs> no more DIY shows? You guys all on, well, uh, agree with that? DIY know. shows are cool, just like... Just okay. like no five band bills and get organized. <laughs> Do a back sure. line. I just go to sleep at nine o'clock now, so it's like yeah, I gotta, to I, gotta I gotta adjust. Yeah, I miss playing in general, but um, I don't know the the bad things. I don't think about those so much when you've been away from playing for so long. Yeah. And also, we don't get to play as often as we used to when we first kind of got together, just because. Sometimes you have radius clauses with bigger shows that you mm -hmm. have to play, and you got to kind of be a little pickier, which kind of sucks, but you have to do it. Mm -hmm. So I I miss playing more shows more than anything else. Hmm. I'm playing zero now, so well we were playing zero for a while, so just excited to play shows again. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's the same thing for me because I can't think of like any shows that I'm like, ugh, like I never want to play one of those shows again. Like even the shows we played with like two people in the room, like just pretty grateful for those those times. Like I I don't know, but I just I don't I don't I I don't wanna like not play a ton of shows, but I also don't wanna play a behemoth of shows either. <laughs> Cause I mean I'm I'm scared for like when we have to go on like a crazy long tour or something, hopefully if we ever get to do that. And like my voice will be gone after like two days or something, but yeah, I mean, I I turned 21 like during well right before the pandemic hit, so like I didn't really get to experience like a lot of like bar shows or anything like that. So 
I don't know if those would be something that I would not want to go to, but so right now I'm just like, bring it all on. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So we asked, uh, we're, we're just about ready to switch to the performance part. I asked, I don't think we'll have time to get through all these. I asked the band to anonymously ask the rest of, ask each member of the band to anonymously ask their band members a question. So let's see what... We pick out, see if we can get through. Uh, what would you want your last meal to be? Oh, like on death row or like tonight? This is the <laughs> question says, what do you want your last oh, meal to shit, be? bro. Uh, let me think. Like, I'm going to go easy mac and cheese, tuna, and green peas. You know, I want to make them n not work for it. I'm not worth it. So, um, like, next door to here is Chicago Diner, and they have the breakfast bowl, and that it, you, you throw a bunch of francs on that and it's just the greatest thing I've ever eaten still. So the breakfast bowl from Chicago Diner. All right. Mine would be just a mixture of some of my favorite foods. Got to be cornbread. Got to be uh, beef empanadas. Got to be some pizza in there. Banana bread. <laughs> Orchata. Um, and then uh, maybe like ice cream, cookie, chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Yeah. That's so funny that that question was asked because I used to ask people what their last meal on death row would be on the regular. Uh, but this wasn't your question, I take No, it. no. So it was like, when I heard it, I was like, that's some Kathy question. Um, but, and I'll, and the last me, and I'll always, I, I like, it's just like a list. Like, I literally want to just be like one of everything. I just want one of everything, like, in the world. Everything that I haven't tried. Everything but green peas, sloppy joe, and uh, green beans. Wow. Yeah, that, just like things that I don't, olives. Ugh. Yeah, don't waste time yeah, with you things know? you don't like. Yeah. Okay, well, there, there's one more question that I definitely want to ask because it's a good question. Um, but I also want to keep track of the time, so try to keep the answers short, but it's a big question for each of you. What are your biggest fears for this band? Whoa. Um, say whoa. Yeah, whoa. Uh, my biggest fear, I mean, I can't even say that it was all for nothing because it was not. Like, we just grew, like, it's the whole experience of being in a band is, like, so amazing. Like, you can never, like, regret it. Like, I guess the biggest fear is that it ends, I don't know, I don't know what my fear is with this band because even if things, everything goes wrong, like, you know, I know at some point we did a lot of things right and we made a lot of good connections. So I guess my fear is that like one day everybody, wake, everybody wakes up and like hates us to the point where we have to like pretend we died and like go hang out with the pretend dead stars living in Cuba or something like. <laughs> uh, I have two, I'll be really quick though. Um, the first one is us moving away from each other like, physically uh -huh. and not being able to play because of that. And then the second one is um, at some point a band reaches a level of success where it, it doesn't necessarily make sense to work a full-time job the whole year. Mm -hmm. And so you have to make that leap from working your nine to five to maybe going part-time or something so that you can tour more often. Mm -hmm. And I'm worried that maybe some of us or maybe none of us will be able to make that jump at the right time. And that kind of screws everything up. So that's my other one. Okay. 
I was going to make a dumb joke, but instead I'm going to get very vulnerable. I think my biggest fear is more of a personal one of just like, like what if the band grows without me? Which is like, I mean, that's fine. Like, life happens. People move on. I'll live. But it's just like, you know, it is, I feel like for me, that's just like one of those things of like, uh, what if I, like, what if it is like a good reason for me to not be a part of like this project anymore? Like, I don't know. I have anxiety. Yeah. That, I definitely feel that, Kevin. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a big one. Just like, if it just like stops. Uh, I had another one, but I forgot it, so I'm just going to stop there. Well, it sounds to me like, out of all those fears, the thing that I hear is you guys really love being in a band together. Heck. And I think it shows. <laughs> On that note, please enjoy a live performance by Girl K. <laughs>
Thank you. <laughs> this this next song is called For Now. <laughs> Books, little 
Thank you guys so much. Uh, we have two more. Two more. Uh, this next one is called Wish You Were Right.
This is our last one. It's called Just Kids, and it's a little special version just for you guys. <laughs> just, it's just us tuning the whole rest of the time. All right, this is the last one. Thank you again so much. <laughs>
Okay, I want to give a huge thank you to Girl K, Local Universe, and Cafe Mustache for our show today. And of course, a big, big thank you for all of our listeners out there. Please subscribe and share the podcast. Uh, Visit musictherapypodcast.com to learn more, get transcripts and show notes, and listen to older episodes. Music Therapy is hosted by Jessica Risker, produced by Sullivan Davis, and engineered by Joshua Wentz in Chicago. Hope you guys are doing well, and see you next week. Thank you.